I wish there was a way for you to know if you were recording or not. But there it is. And we have returned. The king has returned. And it's going to be noisy as fuck again. <sighs> what day is it? What time is it? Where? Back in the creaky bunker? Back in the hot box? If you've ever seen Django Unchained, Hildy was in the hot box and that's where I am. I'm in the hot box. In the hot box with spiders and shit. Spiders and moths. Oh my. Spiders and moths and bugs and shit. Oh my. Alexa, what's today's date? Today is Tuesday, May 26th. Alexa, what time is it? It's 4.01 p.m. Enjoy the sunshine. Thank you. Hello and welcome to the second part of the other heated recording that was ruminations or paw the paw the paw i don't know if i'll run with it i kind of want to it sounds like a zoo back here every time i fucking record it sounds like a zoo also i had to turn the fan down which i don't want to do but i've recorded with the fan on before so it'll be fine hello and welcome to episode 25.5 25 and a half, 25.1, 25 and a half of Roaming Reigns, a post-Memorial Day episode. Now, I was going to do one on Memorial Day, but I decided I was depressed and down, and I had just recorded an episode Saturday. This past Saturday, I went, Saturday the 23rd, actually, I went and recorded for almost an hour and a half. I didn't finish. I didn't even get to my bullet points. So, welcome. Welcome once again. How many times are you going to intro the show now? Are you daft? How many times are you going to intro the show? Why? Why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? Whose fucking dogs are that? Oh. The neighbors in this duplex just happen to have, I don't know, like five goddamn pit bull puppies that are that age where they fuck around and bark. You hear that? Motherfuckers are fighting dogs. They were cute, now they're just annoying. Not to begrudge pit bull puppies if that's your thing. If you live in the hood, which this is the hood, but so the puppies are outside for the most part shitting everywhere fighting They haven't dug their way out yet, so that's good. Oh wait, what were you gonna give out the patreon? The OnlyFans, the Venmo, the Cash App, the Marco Polo, the Premium Snapchat. Were you gonna give the GoFundMe? Were you gonna give me the Kickstarter? Were you gonna do that? You gonna say everybody join the network? On top of that, the fucking floor's creaking too creaky floor fuck so welcome to national public radio once again this is not fresh air this is stale air this is not terry gross not mark Marin. not bill burr not joe rogan not the breakfast club you have stumbled again stumbled upon once again roaming reigns i am your humble narrator roman broadcasting live from a secret undisclosed location from the bunker in sunny, beautiful, late spring, early summer. Because summer starts in June, kiddies, and it is still May, so summer is a month away. I'm already sweating my balls off, so a preview of things to come. So, Roaming Reigns episode 25.5. Sure, this will be part two of the last shenanigans. I did spend the night in the bunker. Finally, it was nice and cool last night. So, I recorded on Saturday, May 23rd, right before that AEW pay-per-view. Double or nothing. That shit was pretty awesome. So much so that on Sunday, I kind of watched it again with my nieces. And not all of it. They just watched the women's matches. There is a wrestler named Nyla Rose, who is a transgender, post-op transgender, so she went from male to female. What the fuck? Oh, what the hell was that? Fucking 
fucking with my hair. Oh, I forgot to mention last time that I cut my own hair a day before my 37th birthday, and I think I did a pretty good job because I will not be going to the barber or hair salons anytime soon, even though they are open now currently, but I cut it pretty good. I cut it the same style that I would prefer them to cut it, but they don't, so I'll leave it long on top, and so I cut it short all around the sides and the back, and I left it long on top, so that's kind of how I want them to leave it, and they never do. And then I shaved. Not all the way, I might as well have. I mean... I'm going to be down and out for the summer, as I've just learned that the libraries will be closed for the remainder of the summer. Which I think I was talking about this last time, the libraries up in fucking Colorado, near Denver and shit, they're open, they're doing contactless service, and why can't we do this? Because El Paso stuck in 1955. But anyway, yeah, after I recorded that Saturday and I had to stop because the fucking neighbor was like sawing and shit and doing god knows what in his backyard, this creaky floor is fucking pissing me off. So I had to stop and just went and full confession it's the first time i paid for a wrestling pay-per-view in a long time long long time like we're talking 20 years and it was pretty fucking good it was fucking worth it even though pentagon jr and his brother weren't wrestling and dr Britt baker wasn't wrestling so all these people i just named are either out of country because of covid so pentagon i don't know if he can travel yet or if he is traveling phoenix got fucking hurt and Britt baker got hurt last wednesday so a lot of wrestling talk at top of the show here top of the show so saturday and I tried to edit, but ended up watching Double or Nothing. It was pretty good. I'll give a review of the matches, if I recall. But it was fun. Like, my nieces were into their Roblox tablet, but at some point they eventually started watching. More like on Sunday they started watching with me. On Saturday I watched it, and it was pretty good. And I liked the big matches. The Moxley versus Brody Lee. That was pretty good. The Moxley match. They did, like, a spot, like an ECW, when Taz and Bam Bam Bigelow, like, went through the ring and shit so they did a spot like that it was all right it was cool i have no gripes with it ikarushida won the aw women's championship so finally a good champion wasn't really a fan of nyla rose but yeah so i was gonna say speaking of nyla rose my old my second oldest niece who was watching that match with me on sunday the ikarushida and nyla rose match because she kind of got into the women's wrestling she's like i don't like the boys wrestling i like the girls wrestling so that's kind of cool and these girls have never showed any interest in wrestling until right now, so I'm kind of that makes me happy because I've been a lifelong wrestling fan since I was five. My old man used to take me to see wrestling in what is Mexico, like lucha. I'm pretty sure they still do that, but it's way different. Not to mention Eddie Guerrero used to live here, and sorry, that's uh, my sugar-free halls just for this occasion. So anyway, I think I was four or five and we were at the mall and i didn't know who it was but so it was with my parents and there was a buzz around this guy was walking around guy that had a mullet like my dad had a mullet <laughs> and a mustache and this guy looked like that except he was shorter than my dad but he was built and it was none other than eddie guerrero so at one point when i was a kid the legend walked by and i remember it even then, I mean, I must have been a kid, but you look like a giant. And now that I've seen his matches and grown up and seen him in WCW and WWE, I was like, he's a fucking legend. Like, nobody, it's undeniable the number of people that will say Eddie was a legend. And that was kind of cool. I still remember that. And speaking of Eddie, his wife, ugh, Vicky Guerrero, was at the Double or Nothing pay-per-view in the audience. And her voice, annoying fucking voice. But I guess, I don't know. I don't know what she was doing there, but kind of took me out of it. But so anyway, my niece, my second oldest niece, she was watching the match between Nyla Rose, the transgender female wrestler, and Ikarushida, the Japanese challenger. And every time Nyla Rose would do something or talk or do something with the camera, my niece would say, she sounds like a boy or she's, <laughs> she's ugly or she's scary. I mean, I didn't tell her that's a transgender 
I'm not even sure they know what that is yet. She's gonna be... How old is she gonna be this year? 12? 11? No, she's 11. She's gonna be 12. But I feel like I'll let my sister explain that, but I don't know. I'm not making fun of it or anything, but she heard Nyla Rose talk, and Nyla Rose does not have... doesn't have a masculine or deep voice anymore, but she doesn't sound quite effeminate. So she kind of said, oh, she sounds like a boy. I'm like, I couldn't help but, you know, I could have said something, but nah, it wasn't the time. I'm sure the girls are pretty tolerant of stuff like that. I'll probably let my sister handle that. If they have questions, I might have the talk with them, but, you know, the point being is that she was enjoying watching the women's match, which was what I liked, is, like, watching with them. Not like I forced them to, it was on. They're on their tablets or she's doing some homework. But then all of a sudden she's watching the match with me, so kind of felt cool. So if they grow up to like wrestling or, or like it some more, then I'll definitely, I'll be there. That's probably what I'll impart to them is like a love of wrestling, I hope. I mean, they don't have to, but it kind of warmed my heart a little bit. And then previously in the week, I watch wrestling on Thursdays, Tuesday mornings and Thursday mornings because it's when it gets put up on Hulu and it's edited, so I don't have to sit through the fucking commercials. So three hours gets condensed in, uh, into an hour and a half and then NXT I think is about, about the same like an hour maybe so it was last Thursday I was watching NXT and it was a match between Io Shirai and <laughs> Rhea Ripley I think so my niece noticed that Io Shirai you know looked Asian or Japanese so she kind of has a, an interest because they look different and they're smaller and she's she's not a small kid for her age she's getting in kind of lanky she's probably going to be tall like her dad but she asked me who that was I told her that's Io Shirai from NXT she's from Japan that's Rhea Ripley she used to be the champ she's from australia and they're gonna fight they're gonna wrestle because they want to wrestle charlotte who's the champ so she didn't like charlotte obviously charlotte's a heel but she was invested in the match and she was rooting for io shirai and just you know watching her watch the match and how they take the bumps and stuff and she's like buying into the reality of it like oh, are they hurt do they do they kill each other do they hate each other i'm like mm, they don't kill each other but if they don't wrestle right they could get hurt so i'm not overselling it but she was kind of enthralled and i don't know it's kind of cool to see i mean i try to get into the stuff that they like so we'll be watching disney plus i did sit and watch Frozen, finally, and Frozen 2 with them. And then we watched Recess, the cartoon, and then we watched some Simpsons episode, which they're no longer allowed to watch. I don't know why my sister won't let them watch The Simpsons. She'll have them watch horror movies and stuff, but not that. And, like, I've sat and watched Sonic the Hedgehog with them, the movie, and... I think they watched the Scooby movie with my sister, and I wanted to see that, but they kind of watched it with their mom, which is fine. But so I'm watching The Simpsons and some stuff that they know they're not supposed to watch, like cartoons, but they kind of sneak in and watch those when my sister's not home from work, or, you know, if she is, and they kind of, if they finish their homework, then they'll come and watch, which is cool. Like, I won't watch The Sopranos in front of them, I won't watch anything violent. I won't do that. My sister was in the habit of watching, like, horror movies when they were smaller and have them sit in and watch. Now she doesn't do that as much. But, uh, yeah, so my niece, she was watching the Io Shirai and Rhea Ripley match and Rhea Ripley's got her style you know with the side cut and the hair and the studs and the leather and she's like ordered out by that so she's like yeah she's she's pretty if she didn't wear all that junk so I just laugh at her commentary like maybe the next time we watch wrestling or something I'll have the mic on and you guys can hear maybe probably not but it's fun to watch stuff with them and then so my youngest niece so when we watched Recess for the first time they couldn't believe how old this cartoon show was it's like 20 almost 30 years old so we're watching it and i mean it's just the kids fucking around in recess so they're laughing and stuff and even i'm laughing because some of the stuff in these cartoons they would never 
put out ever again it's like kids kissing and and this kid like has a crush on one of the main characters crutched this girl with a dover bite and uh, she sounds like nasally i like this and there's a asian kid and my youngest niece is part asian so she kind of gravitated towards her so my youngest niece out of nowhere she's so good at it like I, it's crazy how good it is she was sitting there watching recess with us and she had like her construction paper out and just pencils and stuff and colors just by looking at the screen just by looking at the cartoon she's sitting there drawing she fucking drew spinelli the asian girl from recess gus gretchen and tj well i think this was on uh, in the span of a couple days though she drew spinelli first just from looking at the cartoon she drew it she didn't trace it she was look, just looked at it and drew it and it looked really fucking good i mean for a rudimentary cartoon i mean they're not really hard to draw but she fucking drew it just by looking at the tv she drew gretchen she drew tj spinelli and gus the little nerdy kid and we have like the pictures up on the fridge and i'm like she's fucking just i don't know she's really talented at that she hates doing math and i try to do math with her but she's i don't know this kid's got some next level intelligence she's just i don't know on a different level and she loves they both love the shit out of roblox whatever that is i guess it's the girl equivalent of fortnite but she loves that so last year for her birthday i got her this notebook this sketchbook that looks like a graphic novel so it's got the comic panels and she could go in there and draw stuff and she kind of had it filled up and then i don't know why my mom like hid it from her like she doesn't want her to like mess it up i'm like mom it's a sketchbook she's supposed to draw in it it's whatever the fuck she wants to draw so she'll draw in color and stuff and draw me stuff and paint me stuff and i have a lot of her stuff i might use this like black splotch painting thing that she did and, and use it as the artwork next time but this kid's artistic i don't i don't know she just needs to be nurtured and if i can i'll sort of help her if she wants to be creative because nobody wants to get stuck with a boring ass job or boring ass life like mine so there's that so the nieces have been having a good time they got their trampoline they go outside for the most part my sister still won't let them go back to their gymnastics class in person even though i think their gym's open but they'd rather do the classes online and practice and stuff so i can understand the fear for now i guess because when they go out and they come back and they have to be in contact with my mom so i think that's a responsible thing so texas is open y'all so come on down fuck that <laughs> not the bars open last weekend didn't really notice much change except it got a lot more quiet i did try and go walking what was it last well, friday it just must have been friday thursday or friday that was when i went out walking and my mom was supposed to meet me and then the fucking kitchen sink like fucking crapped out and we had the water spill so no water spills yet but yeah and then i was just in horrible pain from trying to go out and walk for like 45 minutes so right now i'm on an exercise ball and i'm feeling okay still kind of feel it and i just saw on the news that brian may from queen had a fucking stroke because he had a pinched sciatic nerve from trying to do gardening but he's like 60 almost 70 and i'm barely fucking 37 so fuck me i hope he's okay i hope so so sunday may 24th was the 10th uh no not 10th sunday may 24th was my niece's dad's birthday so john jonathan albert was her dad's name and he died 10 years ago this july will have been june or july i believe probably late june when he died so he died 10 years ago i just realized and i kind of had a feeling like i didn't remember the specific dates or anything we kind of like blocked all that out or at least i did because it was like a weird fucking year 2010 was a weird fucking year and then the the end of that year is like i just got into all these shitty jobs and then i got into tell him steve dave and then the rest is history so 10 years 10 years ago a lot of shit happened a lot of things started snowballing into where 
I am now, I guess. Yeah, I can't believe it's 10 years. The kid was, I think he just turned 23 when he died. He was born in 1987. She was like a year younger than my younger sister. And they were together. I don't know if they met when they were 16 or what, so they probably knew each other for seven or eight years. I'm not sure. Had a daughter together. I think my niece was like one or... No, no, no. She wasn't one. Yeah, she might have been one and a half to when he died because she was born in 2008, December 2008. So, no, she might have been a year and a half. So she wasn't even two years old when he died. So that kind of sucks. She grew up never knowing her dad, except for her pictures, videos. I have pictures of him and my sister. And I try to always, and not just when his birthday's coming up, but even if it's not just randomly, if it's something that reminds me of him, I'll be like, oh, is this something that your daddy liked or your daddy liked this music or this band or this album? Ironically, 20 years ago, the first Perfect Circle album came out, Meryl the Gnomes. And this dude was a big fan of a Perfect Circle and Maynard James Keenan and Tool and shit, so... I haven't told her about that yet, but one day I hope to share the music that her dad liked. And to me, it's kind of it's kind of cool. It's like kind of a way to let her know who he was. It's like have her listen to what he listened to. And he was a skater, and he liked these bands, and he liked this type of music. And of course, my sister likes the same shit, and she tries to. I mean, I don't think she tries to like make her listen to that stuff because Lord knows, like last year or the year before, it was like she was going through this fucking country phase, which is weird as fuck, like depressed country and shit. I think now she's back into. Oh, and he also liked Coheed and Cambria and. I remember when they played here, when they opened for Slipknot, I think they went and then I went and saw them there. And of course, I don't think he liked Slipknot or I don't think my sister did, but I do. But it was weird to see all of us come together because of music and I think they went we went to see Tool and Las Cruces and they had an extra ticket. So they gave me a ticket, a couple extra tickets, and I went with this buddy of mine that I had from this warehouse job that I used to have. 2006 I think which was the last time that Tool put out an album before this so Tool put out an album in 2006 four years later this kid was dead and then fucking 14 15 years later Tool puts out another album and I told my niece like this is your dad's favorite band or this your dad likes this or this so I try to always share with her stuff that he liked so right now like my younger sister and I just randomly are going through the Sopranos again I just finished season two last night it's taken me a while because I can't do like can't watch it all at once okay so i'll watch an episode or two a day yesterday i finished the last two of season two so now i'm on season three which i think i'll throw in the box set dvd set that i got maybe maybe i'll just watch maybe i'll just watch it how i watch it but i've told my niece huh your dad got me into the sopranos or he got your sister in the sopranos and this was while the show was still on tv so that's pretty cool that we got it on the ground floor we didn't have hbo so we watched the box seasons and then when the show finally ended in 2007, like I was, you know, checking out the rest of the seasons first, renting them at Hollywood Blockbuster and shit. Could have always gone to the library and done that, but I would have saved a lot of money back then if I just rented everything through the library if I had known. But he got us into The Sopranos. He got her, he got me into Curb Your Enthusiasm. I, in turn, got my one of my exes into Curb. And so I always joke with my niece, like, when you grow up, you're going to watch The Sopranos because it was your dad's favorite show and you're going to love it. She's like, I don't want to watch that. Or she's like, hey, are you watching? I think you and my mom are watching the same show. I'm like, yeah, we are, but we're not on the same episode. Thank you, Alexa. Or so I'll tell her, you know, your dad really got a laugh out of this. And just more stuff like that 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 at least I can share because I did interact and spend some time with them before things went the way they did. 
but I think it's kind of cool to at least pay tribute and sort of share stuff like that about her dad. Share the good memories at least. I'm not gonna hide who he was. I'm also not gonna badmouth him to her, but one day she'll have to have a talk with her mom about it, but just now's not the time for that. But yeah, it's it's kind of cool. So what have I been up to? So yeah, his birthday on Sunday, and so my sister got up early that day and got ready and took her oldest my second oldest niece to the cemetery to see her dad on his birthday though i think they've always done that for a couple of years and she's been old enough to remember so they go on his birthday and then they go on the day that he died which i think is late june or july when he was late to rest and it was nice so they went there i think they went and got like a dq cake for him she i guess she my sister always buys the cake that he always liked and she gets kind of quiet and dark on that day obviously she met him when they were teenagers and fell in love and yeah and i get it but she's all right she's not super uh, before she was like really fucked up about it and i mean it's been goddamn 10 years and i'm not saying you ever get over it but i'm sure when she looks at my niece she thinks about him i mean she looks just like him she's a beautiful little kid but you know can only imagine so ironically or not ironically coincidentally saturday was the 20th anniversary of owen hart's death and i think i talked about it on the last one and then sunday was john's john's birthday fucking weird like yesterday and the day before just out of nowhere like outside has been a murder of i don't think they're crows but they're like blackbirds so i don't know what kind of birds these are and they've just been gathering at the trees in front of my mom's house they haven't shit everywhere which is good pigeons fucking shit these birds just caw and squawk and fucking i don't want to i don't know if they're crows but they're blackbirds i don't know they're not vultures but they're and they're not pigeons and they're not big enough to be crows i don't think but fucking loud motherfuckers and so sunday and monday so my sister let amidala like run around sometimes she'll just have her in here or whatever but she let her run around and so she dug holes everywhere and kind of pissed my mom off but they let her sleep out there and it's kind of warmer so she loves to like sleep under the trees or under this swing that we have out front or right by the door where it's cool or or wherever it's cool because she's up fucking husky so she hates the summer probably but uh yeah when i woke up monday morning a fucking a cacophony of goddamn blackbirds and shit like squawking and shit and i'm like chucking little pebbles at the trees and they fly off and they come back on the tree and shit yeah god fucking damn it see that sounds like a fucking zoo over here polished off my green tea from this morning that i didn't drink i gotta get it together i gotta get it together i used to be 183 now i'm back to 190 fucking blank not quite 200 but motherfucker what is my obsession with weight i don't know health being healthy is being healthy conducive to being happy been reading the dalai lama book where the fuck is it it's gotta be here it is so a little bit of the Dalai Lama's teachings. Everybody wants a happy life. Nobody wakes up in the morning wishing for more trouble that day. However, emotional trouble is essentially our own creation. It is largely due to two things. The first reason is our lack of knowledge of reality, and the second is a self-centered attitude. These two things, lack of knowledge and a self-centered attitude, create unnecessary problems. We can't blame our problems on anybody or anything else. Ultimately, we have to realize that the cause of these problems lies within ourselves. So, He's talking about happiness is not a, there's no pill, there's no cure, there's no, happiness is a state of mind, so yeah. Or happiness is problem solved, so. I gotta solve the weight problem, I gotta solve the health problem, I can't solve everything at once. I can't solve the getting back to work problem or, you know, feeling too productive problem yet, because yeah, 
as it stands, I think we're not going back until the end of summer to work, that is. I don't really fucking know. I don't know what's going on. But Texas is open and come on down. So this is very embarrassing, but I've been listening to Adam Carolla again. I, after fucking 10 years or so, I'm not listening to him. Motherfucker. Actually, I stopped listening in 2013, so it's been seven fucking years that I haven't listened to Carolla. Or more. Whenever Allison left. It's gotta be seven years. But fuck. And so ironically, fucking Adam Carolla came to Texas, to Houston, no less, to do shows over the weekend, and I hadn't listened to the motherfucker in forever. I only have, like, the Kevin Smith interview, the first interview that he did about Red State, saved on my phone. So I kind of went on the Carolla subreddit to read, and people are bashing him, bashing his wife. is a right-wing, Trump-supporting, motherfucking ass-kiss millionaire, you know, whatever, not funny. I'm calling Carolla a Jimmy Kimmel lackey, I'm calling Carolla a man-show flunky, whatever. But he did show here he flew i guess by himself usually he flew with a crew and i'm guilty of going to see adam carolla in arizona i went to stay with my aunt just so that i can go see carolla do two shows i think i think it was two shows this was when allison was still there so it was allison ball brian carolla the lackeys and shit at the stand-up live in phoenix i don't think i've ever i went back to see kevin smith i think and then i saw the nerdist there i forget what the last time that i was there for was probably kevin smith it was Hollywood Babylon, I think. No, I think it was Jay and Bob Get Old. And I went to see it with Julie, the host of Totes Milady Podcast. So I think she's on the Cult of Dave network. So if y'all haven't listened, please go ahead and listen to Julie, Totes Milady Podcast. Oh, shout out to Chris Lodondo and Tommy Lombardozzi, the host of The Hook, the sister podcast to this podcast. The Paw. The what do you call it? The Paw. The Paw here. The Hoof over there. So go and listen to them. I believe they have some fun, exciting guests, such as Brian Johnson from Tom Steve Dave, and of course, Brian O'Halloran, O'Halloran from Lurk, and of course, Dave Weimer from Cult of Dave, the king, the proprietor, the master, Dave Weimer, the host, president, and CEO of Cult of Dave Podcasts Network. So go and check out The Hoof with Chris Lodondo and Tommy L. And also go ahead and check out episode three of Goosebumps, Chills, and Shivers, hosted by Victor what is the home slice and i believe we're coming up on the year anniversary of at our worst i feel like i'm not sure new episode how about that i'm available oh which reminds me i need to do a segment called at our best so what are the good things i've been doing what are the good things what, what good things what good things good things trying to help the girls with their homework check I'm almost halfway done with Crisis. Guilty of having not finished it yet, so I have to finish that. I have to finish reading some other books. Oh, The Death of Superman. I just gotta finish, but once I'm done with Crisis, I'll do that. What else? What else? Maybe I should look at my notes here. Oh, I watched two episodes of the Harley Quinn animated series the adult animated series that's on it's on fx or something i guess it's a dc universe exclusive but for some reason it's on there so i'm gonna watch season one hopefully it's on hbo max which debuts tomorrow and i'll probably watch that train wreck of the joker's movie and maybe do commentary on that since everybody likes to do commentary okay so watching hulu i watched in between there's usually advertising and stuff and there's this one ad that bothered me it just bothered me i don't know why it's a dove ad like a soap ad with women and stuff and talking about skin and old and rejuvenating and at the end there's a shot of this woman takes off her shirt and she's bare chested and you see she has nothing she has no chest she has a mis she's had a mastectomy or whatever mastectomy mastectomy 
mastectomy. So the woman's had a mastectomy and there's nothing. And why is this part of an ad? I don't know if it's on regular TV. I don't want to know. I don't watch commercials. I don't usually just stream shit that I want to watch lately. Why is this a part of their ads? Like, on top of all the COVID coronavirus, and I hate the way the Corolla calls it on his shit, and I'm not going to harp too much on the Corolla podcast because I need to get back to listening to Bill Burr and Tesdy and other stuff, fellow podcasters' shows. But fucking Corolla calls it COVID. Fucker. <laughs> Anyway, why is there a need to put this woman that has no breasts and have her show her... Oh, that's what it was. The ad was about scars and stuff and how Dove is rejuvenating your skin and, you know, don't be afraid to show your scars or stretch marks and shit. And like The stretch marks I get. I'm fat. I have stretch marks. I'm getting them again. But why do they need to show like a mastectomy or mastectomy or whatever the fuck? Why do they need to show that on a commercial? Why? Is that going to help them buy more soap? It was cringy. I'm not going to lie. I'm not saying like, oh, I'm offended or I'm gonna boycott Dove. I don't use Dove anyway. I don't give a fuck. But why do they need to do that? But yeah, that fucked me up. And yeah, gained a little weight, so I think at my best, at our best, I need to drop fucking 10 pounds between now and later. Also, I believe today's the 20... What? Today's the 27th? No, that's tomorrow. Elephants in the Room dropped two years ago, according to my... Cinco Tez de Mayo calendar, which, again, I missed. Cinco Tez de Mayo was the ninth two years ago. I didn't celebrate because I'm still not on because, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. Here we are almost two weeks to the 10th anniversary of Tez de, and New Jersey is still not open. The stash is still not open. Nothing's open. I've seen and heard a Corolla traveled from California to Texas, and I know somebody for, who went from Colorado to Nebraska and shit, but most people are not going to go to Jersey from all around the world just on a whim. Or also because the stash isn't open, and I feel that's one of the main things, is if the stash isn't open. I feel like I would go, like I would take this flight and go, and but not everyone that <laughs> I'd want to see there would be there, like Mike and Ming and Gidim. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm talking about non-quote-unquote famous people, but also the stash is closed, but I've been trying to support them. I, I feel like I'll, I will. I'll try. I got the Chronicon lanyard and shit, so everyone do their part to support them, but yeah, the 10th anniversary Tom Steve Day show would have been in a couple of weeks. Here I am. The reservation, the ticket is still there, waiting, but... There'd be no point to go. Always on the escape. And it's funny that I'm mentioning this. I kind of get to see the analytics from Spotify, I guess, when I put up the episodes. And thank you, Anchor, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and everybody. Fuck you, SoundCloud. I kind of get to see. So I think there's one. It it breaks it down by gender, age, location, and stuff. So I got a lot of... Well, not a lot. I don't want to oversell it. But a handful of... Most of the listeners are in California, which is weird. I don't know why. (laughs) So shout out to the listenership in Califas in Mountain View or whatever I don't know where that I don't know where that is honestly I've never never even been to California my nieces aren't even 13 yet they've all gone to California and Disneyland like four or five fucking times I've never been never been to Vegas either I was supposed to this year but that didn't fucking happen I was supposed to and had kind of talked about it with some person but (laughs) then they decided to GTOW so she decided to go her own way so fuck it I think 
my even my younger sister has gone to vegas like at least twice the last year and the year before on her birthday and i've never fucking gone to vegas but whatever happens in the future uh, i think she'll fly yeah, i think a flight would be in order i'd rather fly than fucking drive even though it could fear and loathe it i don't just to say hey i drove to vegas but fucking driving to the desert i don't know maybe maybe i'll fly like i just realized that there was a faster way to get up north than i am used to but fuck it everybody seems to be all about driving hey man i'm gonna drive and stuff that's fine speaking of driving i haven't gassed up my car until earlier this past weekend i think like since march i hadn't gassed up the car so go figure gas is kind of expensive again because of summer so fuck you fuck you summer so the sopranos gonna suck to finish that again i've also been chugging along watching the office for the first time ever i haven't Watched it and eh, I watched a couple things here and there when I was with somebody, but eh, never got into it. But now maybe I'll watch that. Why is life always about watching stuff? I don't know. I want to say like the last, not not this last episode that I recorded, but the last one I put up, which I forget when it's from. I think it was the last one before I fucked myself up. Like I ramble as I usually do, and I signed off or left off with the actually quoting an episode of The Sopranos, and that's when everybody's like, oh, watching The Sopranos or reviewing The Sopranos, revisiting The Sopranos, blah, blah, blah. And I dropped a little nugget about going about and pity for yourself and great wind and stuff, and I usually don't listen back to all my shit, but that part of that episode, like, it's the very end, it's literally the last two minutes of that podcast I had to play back and listen to, like, what fucking makes a lot of sense what i fucking said for some reason plus it's poignant because everybody's literally re-watching that shit so but i don't know i don't know if i have that in me to finish strong like that all the time so all this stuff about death and stuff just makes me wonder like what if my niece's dad was alive but i was dead or what if i wasn't alive right now what how would things be different i don't know like a lot of people that checked out before all this shit happened like my grandpa i think my grandpa died 10 years ago too actually i know he did because he died january of 2010 and john died in july so my grandpa has been gone for 10 years and what would have happened if he would have been alive he was 84 so it would have been 94 he was born in 1926 i think Oh, fuck. To live to be 84. <laughs> I can't imagine that. Just makes you wonder. So, yeah. I get a little philosophical, and then I look at my show notes, and I'm looking at the COVID cases in El Paso are over 2,500 almost. So, yeah. Yeah, that's nice. So, they're saying that people aren't social distancing, aren't staying away, aren't fucking off from family gatherings and they're saying they either get it from going to work going out to the store or interacting with family members so yeah i don't know i don't know what to think anymore i fucking hate the news fucking hate the news man and on top of that being in isolation disconnected feels fucking like it's fucking with my mind sometimes sometimes i don't know what's cool and what's not i don't know what's fun anymore what's not i i haven't done yoga for literally almost a month and i feel like i need to start again i feel like i will do it for fucking summer i'm gonna stick to it because fuck this man I need to do yoga and need to start walking again and i need to get out of this fucking funk and not having literally not having anyone to talk to and Nah, even your when your brother of 20 plus years doesn't write you on your birthday i mean he doesn't have to but that's kind of how i knew that i kind of fucked that up too is just not not talking to my brother he'll he's probably he's done with me probably that was i mean again i'm not i don't put put out feelers like oh who's gonna who's gonna wish me happy birthday or who's gonna text me or blah 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 but that one the the one person that for almost 27 fucking years 26 would in some way shape or form write or call or 
be there for your birthday and then he's not so I, I don't know maybe i fucked that up maybe i fucked up a lot of things feeling like a fuck up now hello darkness my old friend maybe the baby yoda from build-a-bear next week will fucking make me feel better because yeah motherfuckers they've tried to sell these twice now and today i got the email and i saw it an hour late so i'm on the online queue to try and buy it couldn't get it so I don't know if that's gonna i want to get it by next time but yeah so maybe a baby yoda from build a bear will make me feel better now that i'm a fuck up now that i ruin all friendships and relationships and shit <laughs> but yeah hey that henry david thoreau birthday card was really nice i still look at it and still read it fuck i need to i need to finish that it's not like all this time to like read and and i can't even focus or concentrate or all i want to do is like sleep or nap like today literally i slept for eight hours or close to it i slept on a bed finally i haven't slept on a couch and i wake up and i have my shake and tea and then the mistake is i don't know i'm, I'm not gonna eat i'm not gonna eat anymore more fasting more fasting less eating but anyway i ate watched a little bit of wrestling and then fucking knocked out for about an hour again while the wrestling was on so when i woke up it was almost done like i don't know it's sometimes you just lose steam or i don't know what the fuck but the Raycon earbuds are nice, and if anybody knows how to get more podcast sponsorships, drop a line at dead underscore Rufio at Yahoo, or the Twitter, R-O-A-M-I-N-G-R-E-I-G-N-Z, at Roman Reigns on Twitter. One day, maybe one day, I will check again. I feel like in one more day, will actually be 60 days that I haven't used social media uh, directly. The popular ones, anyway. The big ones. 60 days. 60 fucking days since March. And I know I said I don't remember when, but I do. So let me just write it on my dry erase board right now. 59 days. 60 fucking days. And in that time, I dropped like 12 pounds and regained them. So what in the fuck? I think it was when I hurt myself, everything went to shit. So I gotta step it up again. Not that anyone's gonna give a fuck. Nobody, honestly, nobody gives a fuck if I weigh like 300 pounds or if I weigh 100 pounds. Except for me. I just want to, I don't know. What do you do to make yourself feel better? How do you how do you survive? How do you bounce back from this shit? And everybody's like, well, I have a life coach, and I have a therapist, and I have a doctor, and I have Wellbutrin, and I have all this stuff. Meanwhile, I'm sitting here watching old episodes of The Sopranos, and he's talking to his therapist. She's giving him fucking Prozac and whatever the fuck, and he's not feeling better. He's still having panic attacks. I have anxiety attacks. I have fucking depression, and I talk to nobody. And it's nobody's job to help me, so. And it's also, what happened to Gary Cooper? What happened to the strong, silent type? So, so guys are supposed to say, hey man, I need help, hey man, I can't maintain, hey man, I can't cope. I wasn't raised like that. I wasn't raised to talk about my feelings. I do, and I have talked to people about my feelings, and I feel like at some point they've used it against me or, <laughs> or taken advantage of my feelings, so I'm kind of at an impasse where I don't know whether I should open up anymore. I don't know if I can trust people with my feelings or the way that I feel, or you know, being vulnerable. I don't know if I can do that anymore. So maybe I should just be the Mexican Gary Cooper and just be the strong, silent type and just keep everything in, try and hold everything in, and that's that's all I can do. I don't, you know, I'll pray sometimes, and I'll listen to my mom and interact and talk, but she doesn't know what's going on. She doesn't, she doesn't know how I feel. Not 100%. Hardly anybody knows. Well, hardly. 100% nobody knows how the fuck I feel. Even as I'm saying this now, as as you're hearing me now, loyal, faithful listener of Roaming Reigns podcast, Roman Nations podcast, aka The Paw, cast, The Paw, no one really knows. Those birds that you hear, they don't know. The dogs barking in the distance, they don't know. This bird calling in agreement, in agreement doesn't know. And then when you see, like, the 
scenes with Tony Soprano and his mom, and she's like, "It's all a big nothing. It's all it's all black. It's all big nothing. It's all for naught. Poor you." And and that shit just seeps into my psyche, and it's like, why are you letting that get in there? What the fuck? Oh, yes, that is Walt Flanagan's piano ringtone from yesteryear. So I don't know. It's it's hard to open up. It's hard to share. And and right now I'm at in a point or in a stage. Being 37 now, I don't know. I don't know who to talk to. I don't know who to open up to anymore. I know I'm not the only one that's going through shit. I know that I'm not like unique. I'm like you know, no. It's like I know you guys are going through stuff, but I feel like for me, man, no. I know everybody's going through some bullshit, and people worse than others. The people that are fucking laid up at the hospital, the people that are getting battered and abused and everything because they were shut in, and people on the street, people that are dying of hunger, and people that are sick, and and everybody, people that were sick before this. People People that were down and out before this, so I have my my gripes and my quips, and I have my shit that I bitch and moan about. It's like complaining about being alone, and feeling lonely, and feeling worthless, and whatever. And that's like, oh, it's such a pusshole and first world problem to to talk about. But when you don't talk to anybody, it builds up. It builds up. And I'm not saying, oh, well, why won't you talk to me or why won't you return my shit or something happens when you disconnect and there's this anxiety about reaching out. There's this anxiety of, am I, am I not this strong, silent type anymore? Am I weak? Because I have to constantly have all this contact with everybody all the time and, and I, I don't, I'm not testing to see who gives a shit or who doesn't. I, I really feel like when I'm not in someone's lives maybe they're better for it if that makes any fucking sense like i don't know people say that they think about you and miss you and and it's heartwarming and it's it's truly meaningful It, it does mean a lot to hear that especially during these times and then it just makes me look inward like are you worth more than you think you are like to people people that see the real you do they see you do they see me differently than i see myself i've always seen myself as well now more than before before i used to think i was a real piece of shit and now not as much but now that i've gotten some confidence i'll hear like where well, you're a cocky motherfucker or you're this or that so and it's just weird because i used to think way 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 more low of myself than people think so much so that it's been a few times in the past where it's gotten way dark more dark than i care to admit on this here program but here i sit i was gonna say here i stand but i'm still on this exercise ball i don't know so my fear is like i just fucked everything up as usual as i fuck up friendships and relationships and no one's gonna care because it's not their job to and put themselves on hold for anybody and people have to live their lives live their lives and maintain and overcome and take care of their children their spouse their family their everyone and themselves and sometimes i am my own worst enemy hey like that lit song maybe i'll just pop that in at the end and i like lit did it sound like i said clit lit clit yeah so everybody's talking about all this political shit and bullshit and sick not sick is it real is it not what's next what's going on Uh, i have no fucking idea i'm literally live in the middle of the country on the border with another country and i haven't talked to my extended family i haven't even talked to my dad in forever extended family mm, no they're all either on facebook or whatever i don't know if many of them have my 
phone number, but I don't hold them to the fire for not texting me. And this is family I'm talking about. I'm talking about cousins and aunts and uncles and shit. No, I don't know if they have my number. I think everybody, for the most part, uses social media. But and even before this, they didn't really contact me. So then that's fine. It's, <laughs> it's whatever. Uh, maybe. Oh, I did watch Fantastic Mr. Fox. It's it's on Disney Plus. That's one of my favorite fucking movies. But so the part where they dig, they dig their way out. They dig their way up. Maybe I dug myself out of something, but dug myself too deep. I don't know. I don't know. This is me trying to be at, at our best, at my best, and trying to discuss Tinder and Bumble and Hinge. Tinder horror stories. I got a Bumble horror story. I just wish I had. What the fuck? What the fuck is her number? Do I still have her number? I don't know if I do. Maybe I do. It would have had. It would have had to been from like last year. If I, maybe I shouldn't be going through the phone right now. What the fuck? What the fuck? That's so weird. What the fuck? What was her? N- what was her number? What the fuck was her number? Not her number. Her name. Right? I don't even remember her name. Did I? Did I? Do I? Ugh. Just going through. What the fuck? Oh. Oh. Fuck my phone. What the shit is this? Oh. What the fuck is this? Ugh. Christ. What the shit? I'm just trying to find somebody's number. I'm gonna have to cut all this bullshit out. Sorry. I just... What in the fuck? No. What the fuck? Oh, last summer was fucked up. What the fuck? Probably blocked me or something. I don't know. What the fuck was that? The fuck was her name? Her name was like... It was like a white name. I don't know. Oh, that's weird. I got a call from New Jersey or something somewhere. I don't know who that was. I don't know. No. Not that. What the fuck? Here's just some old ass motherfucking text. No, I don't have... I don't have the fucking text anymore, I don't think. What the fuck was her name? Oh, I think it was... Her name was Nora or something. Yeah, her name was Nora. Oh, God. Bumble horror story. (laughs) I don't know if I'll talk about that. Maybe I'll save it for the annual anniversary at our worst, at our best crossover podcast. Bumble, Tinder, Plenty off horror stories maybe i'll talk about it maybe i'll save it for the next one that's a good idea do an all dating app anniversary episode well shit now i've gone for an hour and ten i'm gonna have to cut this down so i don't know i get existential again i'm sweating my ass off i gotta shut this down maybe watch some harley quinn some more harley quinn veg out i definitely want to go walk in two hours so I don't know, did I fuck up? Am I fucking up? Am I a horrible person? Am I a monster? I don't want to compare myself to Tony Soprano, but am I just like a fucking social monster? Am I am I horrible to people? Does me being in people's lives make it better or worse? Does it make me a good person being around good people? Am I am I horrible? Am I toxic? Am I a good friend? Am I a bad friend? Am I a good son? Am I a bad son? Am I a good uncle? Bad uncle? Good friend? Bad friend? God, I wish I was in New Jersey. I wish I was at the stash. <laughs> I wish the tenth year was going on, but I don't know what's going on sometimes. Just yeah, I keep dropping the same words from that spawn animated episode about the demons about PTSD, so don't let the clouds, don't let the dementors kiss you. Don't let the fucking black poison get in your mind because it's hard man even though i'm sitting here with brand new nike sandals like the white girl sandals that white girls get but i got them nice black nike sandals and everything's good on the outside on the inside there's a fucking maelstrom there's a hurricane or something in my head 
I don't know, trying to get through it, trying to push past it, and maybe I shall. I should. So, everybody read The Death of Superman, everybody listen to Murdenom's The Perfect Circle, everybody watch this movie called Swallow, and what else? What else? What now, Kevin has another morning show now on Patreon, Kevin Smith, that I haven't listened to. So are people on the Kevin Smith Patreon? Who knows? I don't know if I'm going to keep listening to Corolla. It's, it's addicting, though. I don't know. There's a lot of shit that I haven't listened to. Like Tesdy, I gotta listen to them again. But everybody else, support all the other podcasts and tell a friend. And I don't know. I don't know. I think I need to do this with somebody and talk to somebody. I don't know. <laughs> I think I need to have somebody call in. I, I still don't know how to record from a phone call again. Or I need to try and redo it somehow. Maybe I need a Zoom H6. I need sponsorships from Shure, Zoom, Recorders, Bazooka Joe, Burrow, NatureBox, MeUndies, Blue Chew. Fucking, I'd like a beer sponsorship. And yes, ashamedly, I did listen to the Joe Rogan podcast because, what was it, RZA was on? From the Wu-Tang and fucking Ashy Larry, Donnell Rollin. I think I need to stop watching YouTube so much, but it's hard. But, yeah. I don't know. I need to lose some fucking weight again. God damn it. Maybe the fatter I get, the more depressed I get. Or even if I'm thin, I'm fucking depressed. What the fuck's wrong with me? I don't know. But I will return before long because I believe this Sunday is the at our best, at our worst anniversary episode, which hasn't dropped. So maybe I'll have to do something about that. At our worst. At our best. Why our worst? <laughs> Why so negative? Me saying that. That's so funny. Just trying to stay above the water, I guess. Stay positive. I need to get the fuck out. I don't know. I need to do something. You guys stay busy too. And whatever happened to the strong silent type? I got agita sometimes. I don't know. Maybe I'll watch something and mellow out. Keep watching the sordid tale of Harley Quinn, the animated series, which is cool. Maybe that'll make me feel better. If anybody wants to share anything, you're welcome to it. I'll, I'll, I'll be here. I am here, believe it or not. I'm just, you know, you hold stuff in. Keep recording. Keep fucking recording. Don't be an asshole. So the thing almost stopped again, so I'm gonna have to say everybody take care of yourselves. Try to do your best. Get outside, live your life. Take care of each other, take care of family, pets, cats, dogs. I do want pets, I just I just can't at the moment. And check on everybody. Not not everybody's gonna check back. I know I haven't, but day fifty nine, ladies and gentlemen. Day sixty tomorrow. Sixty fucking days. Since my mind shut down, probably. So with that, I'll say Al Rato. <laughs>